1: Get
0: a gun. Hello and welcome to episode 212. You Notice did it wrong. Now I did not do it wrong. Yeah, it's 212. Just 212. I'm <sighs> <Of> Slash Fire Radio <laughs> for June 30th, 2017. I'm back. Yeah, we and, can tell. So, Everybody yeah. can tell
1: because the number <laughs> was finally right.
0: <laughs> I'm one of your uh, OCD and attentive hosts, Trevor.
2: Yeah. And I'm Kelly.
0: Yeah.
2: And I'm, I'm grumpy mad. tonight. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> grumpy Kelly. Beginnings are
1: awkward grumpy. too. Now. They're always awkward. Everything's huh? awkward. The whole show is awkward. So I like saw your- this
2: cat yesterday, and it was like Grumpy Cat. I'm Grumpy Cat tonight.
0: That's awkward. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Just Matthew.
1: Yeah, we'll tre- we'll tread what lightly. Are you? Pardon? What are you? What am I? What aren't I? I'm a host, You're to address.
2: You're I adorable know. and handsome, apparently.
1: <laughs> Just not funny looking.
0: <laughs> he doesn't even necessarily need to concern himself with how handsome he is, as long as everyone knows he's more handsome than I. That's
1: really all I'm going for.
0: That's because like, everything's a contest.
1: Yeah, and
0: I'm winning. Apparently, in the <laughs> handsome department. <laughs>
1: and the footsome department,
0: too. Uh, yeah. Well, let's get into uh, what we did this week in guns. And what we did this week in guns is brought to you by the Calgary Shooting Center. Canada's premier firearms retailer. And this week, the Calgary Shooting Center has the SIG P320 on for $839, and that's with night sights. That so was those left are over from, week, yeah, but, left okay. over from last week. That is left over from last week. That's okay. It might still be on. It's, it's still on. Probably still are. So I tell you what. This what? week at the Calgary Shooting Center, if you use the promo code CCFR, that's you get free shipping on your order because the Calgary Shooting Center is now a proud business member of the CCFR. And uh, as you will find out later, so are most of the staff. So,
2: yeah, that's cool. I should go shop there.
0: You sh- look, I've been there before. <laughs> I was there in 2012, and it was awesome then. But they've like ex- they've rearranged the store and expanded the floor area. Like the floor space used to just be um, accessories, your magpole section, and your cleaning kit section and some magazines and some holsters. Now they're, they've, are they like, I don't want to say they've doubled the amount of guns that they have in stock, but it's bloody close. The middle of the store now is just shelves, or uh, display cases and display cases of uh, pistols, and then in between, it's like a big rectangle, and in between the rectangle, where the employees are in the cash register is, is more shelves, like more stand-up display cases for long guns over in the corner by the office, more long guns, mill serps. I couldn't believe how much they expanded since I was there last. It's, it's phenomenal. It's like my happiest place on earth to be. So <laughs> awesome. Huh. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I digress. Matthew, what did you do this weekend, guns?
1: Yeah. Uh, I did some shooting. Uh, I took uh, Vincent, one of the kids that uh, goes to my church. Wanted he's in cadets and he doesn't get to shoot as much as he wants, so uh, he wanted to go to the range. So I tried to arrange that, but uh, they are very firm in their stance on no guests allowed. You have to pay the full membership fee to go to the range, and, well, he's 12, so he couldn't really pay $45 just to go to the range once. So uh, so we went to the gravel pit instead, so we didn't shoot any restricteds, but we shot everything else, and uh, we had a good time. We shot some pop cans, and shot some rocks, and shot some targets, and... We shot twenty-two and two to three because I had the par, of course. And we shot twenty-gauge shotgun, and we had a good time. He had a, you know, he had a, a quick. Uh, oh, I didn't really even have to teach him all the firearm safety rules because, like I said, he's a cadet, so he's been exposed to shooting already, and he, he knew all the safety rules, so he followed them very well and correctly, and was very safe, and so we had a good time. So that was fun. I finished the Plinkster review. I think I was talking about it last week, but I wasn't sure if I had finished it at that point. But it is now finished, so that's on the YouTube channel if anybody wants to check that out. So again, a big uh, shout-out to Mark Price for letting me borrow that that rifle. And I actually met up with Mark um, on Saturday because I, I, I took the rifle back to him. I had to go to Fredericton for other reasons as well, but because I was there, I figured I might as well drop his gun back off to him. And so we hung out and chatted for a little while, and he showed me the 1911 frame that he bought and that he's slowly putting together, a um, uh, sort of a scratch build 1911. So that, that was kind of neat, and saw his son, Justice, who recently graduated. So congratulations again, Justice, from graduating preschool. <laughs> Pretty sure it was preschool, right? He's a big guy. Yeah. I mean, for a toddler, yeah. he's huge. Maybe it was yep. grade 12. I don't know. Whatever. I, I, I'm not good with numbers and stuff, so.
0: we <laughs> judging age, apparently.
1: or Apparently apparently so i did actually i went back to the range today and i brought the par and both my marlin 795s so i'm gonna i'm going out to alberta to shoot gophers in the face with trevor and uh, adriel again we're also while well, we're there we're gonna shoot a pistol class or something right trev we're gonna teach one. Oh yeah right whatever so we'll do that um but yeah shooting gophers in the face with uh with 22 is going to be awesome so i had to decide which 795 to take out to alberta with me and i'm actually going to ship it out i'm not going to bring it on the plane because it would be easier just to mail it i think so i took them out and did sort of an accuracy sort of test with them both just to kind of see did one of them sort of edge the other one out accuracy wise I do have different scopes but I put them both on 4.5 power which is the maximum magnification of one of the scopes and so I put them both on 4.5 to give myself you know, uh, an an even uh, playing field and wouldn't you know it they're so friggin close like neck and neck for accuracy which you know it shouldn't surprise me but it kind of does because I've shot a lot of semi-auto 22's especially well I've shot a lot of 10-22's and I haven't shot any of the newer ones, but all of the older ones that I've shot, they were very hit and miss. You could have two identical ten twenty twos and one would shoot tighter than a dime, and another one would be, like, all over the map. But I was really happy that they both were, were very consistent. But uh, I am, I am going to be taking mine, not Jules, so she'll be happy to hear that. So I'll, uh, I, I got it all ready. I just got to throw it in a box and mail it out to Adriel. As soon as I get my ATT for my Glock, so I can toss that in the package too and get both guns out there. Oh, man. What? I. What? I'll get to it. All right. Cool. You ready, then? Just groaning in, groaning in advance, huh? Sorry, dude. That's okay. <laughs> so, so anyway, yeah, waiting for that. And oh, I did the PAR. I, I took the PAR out to the range and did a video review of it, and it. I, I just posted it, actually, to the yep. uh, Slam Fire Facebook page. So anybody interested in seeing my take on the PAR, is, it's finally done. It, uh, it did all right. Again, like anything, I mean, my biggest complaint with that gun all along has been accuracy, consistency. Um, it's just hard to, to get it to settle down. I, once I find a load for it, it seems to do very well, but... Um, but nothing else. It, hardly anything else was shoot. Actually, Trevor, that ammo I got from you, that 77 grain uh, hollow point stuff, yep. I shot that into three quarters of an inch at 110 yards today.
0: What's the twist rate on your barrel?
1: I don't know. P.A.R. Troy, sporting rifle. W-
0: what's the twist rate on it? Yeah, I don't know. Okay.
1: A Troy, P.A.R.
0: <laughs> That's not what twist rate means, <laughs> yeah, but no, it's this, a, is funny. this is, is funny. It, is it one in nine or one in seven? Well, probably one in seven if it's stabilizing that well.
1: Well, it stabilized I think it's one in
0: nine. It could be. I think it's one in nine because you tested a lot of 55. Didn't they tell you to try 55 in it? Yeah. So one in nine. If they were recommending 55, I'm one in seven. No,
1: that's the 308. Hold on. Two to three. Yeah. Why does why do they say for the two to three, but not? No. it says one in seven? So I mean that makes sense That's, why it stabilized yeah, the,
0: the 77, the 77 grain. As, as well as it did. But so all this reloading. And, but and
1: that the, that 55 stuff that I shoot through it with that 28 grains of argit does almost just as good. I mean oh, well, then, yeah. I, I mean it's it's fine the 55 grain stuff as long as I put just the perfect amount of powder and anything more anything less, I get shotgun groups again. But,
0: 28 grains. 28. Wow, that's more than max. Max is twenty seven and a half Whoa, or
1: fifty five. Let me double check that then. Look, I wrote it down. Maybe it's not twenty eight. Maybe that if that's more than max I wouldn't do that normally. But then again maybe I would. <laughs> Who knows? Not a scientist. <laughs> so uh, anyway, yeah, I did take the PIR out, had a good time with it, had some fun. Uh twenty seven grains of arg driver, sorry, not twenty eight. No worries. So oh only a grain off. What's a grain between friends, right?
0: <laughs> Nothing about somebody
1: else's gun. Yeah. What's the big deal? So, anyway, yeah, I I still like it. I'm not going to get rid of it. I really enjoy that gun. I had some good... Oh, I shot the um, X-Metal target ammo through it, the uh, stuff that I got from you. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I got to try it through the AR, because it's just, it's not going to work in the PAR. I'm sure the ammo is great. It looks great, but it printed, like, the American Eagle stuff that I had. Yeah. So... But it's 55 grain, and it's probably not 27 grains of target, so it's probably that's probably why it's not accurate in the PAR. So I'll try it in the AR and see if uh, if that makes a difference. Do you remember what the twist rate is on the AR barrel?
0: Uh, yeah, on the AR barrel that I sold you, it's one in eight.
1: One in eight. Okay, so it'll probably do the,
0: it'll do the uh, 55 probably no problem.
1: I'll give it a shot anyway. But yeah, I want to try that stuff out because I like that X metal target stuff. It Works good in the Glock too. So, well, not the 55 grain two to three, but the nine mil. Mm. All right, am I done? Are you well, I, I think so Are you? Yeah. yeah, I think I'm done. All right
2: That was a lot for you. That's I know right like Trevor-ish
1: Yeah, so that. <laughs> Well, it's been nice, and I'm done school now, so I, got, I can go out and play in the woods and uh, shoot things and have fun.
0: So exactly.
1: Oh, I tried shooting some tannerite. It yeah. didn't work. Why? I don't know. I put in two packages of uh of the mix, mix accidentally. I wasn't thinking, that and is. so I wonder if that's what did it. Probably. I wonder if you have too much in there, it won't work
2: the ratio.
1: Yeah, the ratio Mm. was off. So, anyway, whatever. It was disappointing. So,
2: you know, so you take another pound?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, you just salvage it, put it in another container?
1: Yeah, I could have, but I I couldn't, the way it worked out. So, What were
2: you planning to blow up this time?
1: Oh, nothing. Just, it was, uh, just a story for another time. So, Trevor, what did you do this weekend,
0: guys? (laughs) 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 I, um, well, uh, I, I was... I bought 9 long guns from a an uh, an the executor of an estate. And um I got a really good deal on the guns. I bought them full disclosure. I went there, said what I thought they were worth, um said that I was buying them to sell them. So I was like it was, a, it was an episode of Pickers. I was like using words like we got phrases like we got to leave some meat on the bone here. I need to flip these, you know. There has to be some wiggle room. Yeah, anyway, um, fantastic firearms. There is a Seiko or Sako—I don't care how you pronounce it—I call it Seiko. Yeah, it's Seiko. Seiko 85L in the Bavarian stock in seven millimeter, mint, possibly unfired. You can't see any evidence of brass in this thing at all. Um, it has a loophole VX3, three and a half to ten scope on it. Just a beautiful, beautiful firearm. There is a Tika. M53 in 270 Winchester. This gun is so clean that I took a close-up picture inside the action of the chamber, and you can actually see the electro pencil or engraving of the number 270 in the edge of the chamber. Um, Bolt face, sparkling clean. There's a Beretta A303 semi-automatic 12-gauge. That's supposed to be sold. I just got to get the person a shipping quote. Um... There was a, and that that A303, 100% unfired. It never saw a round of ammunition. There was a Henry Golden Boy in 17 HMR octagonal barrel, also completely unfired. That That's pretty
1: cool. I didn't know they made them in 17. Those uh, Henrys are neat. I used to have a 22 version of that.
0: And the thing about it is you can remove the rear sight and get this cool scope mount that just rides over top of the receiver. No modification, no drilling, no screws. It just fits into where the rear sight goes. And uh, you don't have something silly on the side, like no side eject because the rifle is a side eject. So Sorry, side scope mount rather because the rifle is side eject. You can put it on top of the receiver. Um, So that's gone. There was an Ivor Johnson single-shot 16-gauge. Wood was in good shape. No bluing left. Must go back to the 40s or the 50s. That's gone. A Husqvarna in .30-06 with a loopold scope on it, loopold rail and rings. I broke that up, and by doing so, I got $50 more than my asking price, so that was good. So the scope nice. went to Scotia. The rifle and the, and the rings and the... And the rail all went locally. Um, My gunsmith, Denise, saw it. He took one look at it. He's like, was this restored? Like, no, man. All of his rifles were just immaculate condition. Um, There is a Winchester Model 9422 XTR. This is a Keeper. This is a twenty two rifle that my father wanted for years. He had uh, the 1972 Special Edition uh, Winchester Model ninety and It's got a case-hardened receiver. Still has the hood for the front sight. Still has the saddle ring. I had it restored not long ago. He wanted the twenty two to match because my dad collected twenty twos. We always had a house full of .22s. It was like living with Matthew McClatchy, only he was crankier. <laughs> Right. And
1: who? Um, oh, wait, I'm crankier. Or he's crankier.
0: He was crankier. Oh, okay, I can try oh, harder. And I don't think you know how to be cranky. Oh, okay. so <laughs> he he, um, he wanted one for years, and he couldn't find one. And one one time, he finally found one in 22 Magnum, and this broke my heart. I never saw my father spend any money on a brand new firearm in my whole life. This is, to my knowledge, the only brand new firearm he ever bought, and it was that model. Uh, 94, 22, but in 22 magnum, couldn't hit nothing. It was incredibly ah. inaccurate. So he eventually sold it. So here I've got it. So now I've got his thirty, thirty, and I got the 22 that he always wanted to match. Which reminds me, I should probably go visit him and show it to
1: him. Go, nana, 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 look what <laughs> oh. I got. Uh, awful <laughs> fun.
0: Yeah, look what you couldn't do. I did it. <laughs> asked you again, old man, that's awful. Oh, it is. Um, yeah, totally funny. Yeah. What else? Uh so there's those two rim fires. The two seventy, the seven millimeter, the oh, thirty odd six. Thirty six. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Adriel. Yeah. There's also a
1: Ithaca. Now yeah, where's Adriel by the way? Sorry to interrupt, but we never even mentioned the poor guy, did we?
0: He, he's under the bus. Oh. All right then. Perfect. Carry yeah. on. Yeah. He didn't even tell us where he was just like I'm no, out. No, he's
1: like, I'm not I'm out, I'm not coming on tonight.
0: I don't like you guys or the listeners. Maybe he That's quit, off. I don't know. We're, he's just not here. He saw me last, last week, and, and uh, that was enough. He's like, like, whoa, I saw you're me.
1: who so, I podcast with? <laughs> you don't sound ugly.
0: <laughs> Wait <God>. a second. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, There's also an Ithaca Model 37 feather light 12-gauge. Those are don't cool. Know, yeah, i got to look up the serial number to see how old it is. Um, also in really, really good shape. The screws are a little marred up or somebody disassembled it at some point in time. I'm not sure why. So it's used, but uh, still in incredible condition. Um, Was that nine? I don't know. I didn't keep track. I can't count either. Could be. Anyway, I bought them to sell, and uh, currently still for sale is the Tika, the um, Seiko, the Ithaca, and, geez, that may be it. There was was an over-under Condor in 20-gauge. Muffin took that.
1: Whoa, 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 what?
0: Yeah. (sighs) That one didn't even make it home, dude. That's
1: all right,
0: then. It was was, Jason's, like, I want that before I even went over to pick them up. Those are cool guns. Yeah, well, and uh, what I did this week in guns uh, carries on with a couple of Condors, so we'll get to that here shortly. Did you shoot one? uh, Yeah, I shot both of them, yeah. No, the Condor, though. Oh, yeah, and don't give me that endangered stuff. <laughs> Whatever. He
1: Tastes wasn't like even like all that eagles. dangerous at all.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: I so, shot him with a shotgun. He just died. Yeah. What's <laughs> so was, dangerous about that?
0: Nothing's endangered about that. <laughs> Tasty, too. Condor all, but... Tastes <laughs> just
1: about <laughs> like bald eagle.
0: Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> so um, then I was off to the... Um, so yeah, I was working, and I missed a show, and then I was flying, and you were totally right, man. I was totally delayed when you were like, ha Trevor's not here. Trevor's not, He's not here, you're stuck at an airport. It was brutal. I woke up at 6 a.m., and by the time I laid my head down in Calgary, it was 5 a.m. New Brunswick time. Wow. Yeah, that I did the whole brutal. I did the whole Friday, the meetings, the AGM, the banquet, the party. I did it all in three hours sleep. That's crazy. I
2: think so, what you did last time, wasn't it?
0: Uh, no, that was the Sunday meetings where... We we drove uh, the, the, the <laughs> to, to the charity shoot. We did there was the cha-
2: rockets involved, Sorry.
0: Yes, that's right. And then they all went back to the hotel to sleep, the sissies or something. I'm gonna get cut for that. And uh, <laughs> don't I, worry, found, I don't cut anything. No, not you. I know. Like. <laughs> uh, the CCFR does not say the same. No, they cut. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, we went back. Uh, and did we partied with, uh, well, Gal and I were the last two people to go to bed at 3.30 in the morning. And then the next morning, I was up, and Matthew and Jewel drove me into Ottawa for like a 9 a.m. meeting. Yep. Yeah. And, and Rod's like, how are you even alive? So it turns out, antihistamines and alcohol, you're not supposed to mix them. But if you do, you can stay up a long time. So... Uh, It's so funny. I woke up um, Friday morning for the AGM, and I still had antihistamines in my bag from the year before that Jewel gave me because I was, like, so super stuffed up. Oh, yeah? So so I took some of that American meal that has caffeine in it and some antihistamines and a coffee. What the heck was that? (laughs) That was me. Spun up. I was good. (laughs) I got through it. So anyway, the AGM was amazing. It was, of course, you know, uh, more tenants than even than last year. We were in Calgary. The CCFR is really popular in Alberta. This the AGM was really well attended. We had three different politicians there. Rick from Alberta Tactical Supply was kind of the keynote, if you will. He had some of his rifles on display. Told the story of how he got that thing through the lab and got non restricted, and just and he told a really, really funny joke that's not terribly inappropriate, but I don't think I should tell it on the show, but I will definitely tell it off-air, because it's hilarious. (laughs) Um, And then, throughout that whole weekend, there was other things going on. Adriel drove out to see me, which was awesome, and um, Jason Philp, of course, was all over the place. That was awesome. Yeah, you guys
1: went and shot gophers, didn't you?
0: We did. (sighs) Uh, Philp came came down to get me, took me to Calgary Shooting Centre, which was really cool, and then... The next day, Adriel was hanging out and we're coming back from lunch, and Adriel's like, Well, what do you want to do now to kill some time? I'm like, I don't kill know. Some gophers. Yeah, let's kill some gophers. So we're in the car with all the CCFR folks, and I pick up the phone and I'm like, Jason, we want to shoot gophers. And Jason started to say something like, Well, I don't know, and I'm like, I pulled my famous line, right? Tell me your solution, it's not your problem. Silence for about a second and a half, and then he says give me 10 minutes. <laughs> but, you know, well, like, he said, give him 10 minutes. So we just kind of bailed on the CCFR people, which looking back was a little rude. And, uh, but you got to we- shoot gophers. Yeah, and Jason came ready for war. Yeah. <laughs> multiple 17 HMRs, multiple 22s, and Matthew, I tried, man. I carried the 795 a lot. I'm like, I need to shoot one with the 795 to honor Matthew. Right. And it just seemed like every time, um, I... Went to shoot one. I was holding a seventeen, or I think I got one with the five nine seven, and then all the other kills were with the seventeens. He had the Marlin, and he had the Savage, and I prefer the Marlin or the Savage rather, but he preferred yeah. the Marlin. Anyway, we were we were kind of pressed for time, so we didn't get a whole lot uh, whacked, but um, you know we're we we, yeah, we got some. So yeah, awesome. um, my battery and my laptop's dying. I know I am a power cord, so it's time to power through this. Uh, CCF Radio is one of the projects I was working on, and now that's a thing. So you can find CCFR Radio on uh, iTunes. It'll be every two weeks with an update of what's happening with CCFR. And uh, today I went to the range with Snuffleophagus, and we did a little bit of construction for we got a match Friday night. And uh, always, again, working towards SummerSlam. But then two people that I shoot archery with, Ed and his son, Jared, um, they bought a couple of Condors over and under shotguns, one in 20 and one with 12. And they came out and I gave them a couple of little pointers on shooting shotgun. And um, we just messed up some steel with shotguns. So uh, that gets me all caught up. What about you, Kelly? What are you even doing?
2: Not much.
0: No. Oh, all right.
1: <laughs> so are you going to, like, just bail now, Trevor, because your battery died
0: or what? I'm going to try and find my power cord while I'm on mute.
1: Oh, okay. okay. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. All right.
2: All right, so Kelly. Matthew-
1: take your time then because you know he walks slow, right? Because he's know. old.
2: Yeah. <laughs> he is. Uh, so Matthew and I are going to talk while Trevor tries and finds his power cord. Yeah. Uh, last week and I was at EOSC, which was is just outside of Ottawa, and we did two maple seed shoots because that's my life, maple seed. <laughs> yeah, maple seed's awesome. <laughs> It's pretty much um, what we did, what we what we do every weekend. Uh, so June 24th and 25th were both spent there, and on the 24th, guess what happened? What? <laughs> we had a sunny day. It was awesome. What? Was,
1: That's not even possible, is it? You, I, I, maple I, seed it, and rain kind of go together, don't they? Usually. Yeah. Like, like apple. An actual,
0: and
2: <laughs> I know, eh? It was an actual sunny day. And we had five people who were able to get their patch, and it was pretty freaking amazing. That is amazing. And you know who I met? And he also listens to the show as well. Who? Herman Schnurd. Who? Herman Schnurd. Who's that? He's Nobody
0: I would have guessed.
2: He's one of the field officers for the uh, CCFR. He's a really oh. awesome guy. That's and cool. he's an excellent shooter as well. But he, uh, he, And he listens to the show every week, too. So.
0: Yeah, I, I don't want to interject here, but I'm going to. I um. I, when it's I, me. It's interrupting. When it's her, it's interjecting. I see how this works. Yeah, shut up, Trevor. So.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, speaking of like running into people who listen to the show, you didn't realize one of my coworkers That's apparently listens to the show. I had no idea. So yeah, I'm yeah. I'm done at the school that I work at. I'm moving, and so I'm going to a new school. And of course, blah blah blah. Everybody's sad. It's terrible. So they like gave me, like, notes and, like, goodbye letters and all this stuff. Anyway, one of the other staff members, he's like, you know, good luck at the new school, blah, blah, P.S., I love Slamfire. I'm like, what? I didn't even, so, Aaron, how's it going, man? If you're listening, well, obviously you're listening, you said you listened, so, hey,
0: what's up? Call me something. Well, I, I can sympathize with this guy, because in a way, I kind of work with you, too.
1: <laughs> what?
0: I don't get it. What?
2: Okay. <laughs> Sorry, carry on.
1: done. Yeah, I think I'm done now.
2: <laughs> There's actually a... A couple of people that were are that are listeners. Uh, there's Andre and Patrick uh, as well. So just shout out to them too. say, hey. Um,
0: <laughs> let me jump
1: in, Kelly. Is it time for shout outs already? somebody didn't ask me if I had any shoutouts. <laughs>
0: so um, we're at the we're at the AGM, and when it gets to the part, uh,
2: okay, I'm gonna hang up. <laughs>
0: <Okay>. <laughs> so when it gets to the part in the AGM where I'm doing my presentation about uh, CCFR radio, so I'm like, I don't know if anybody here listens to uh, Slamfire or not, but I promise this will not be what Trevor did this week in Guns. Crickets. Cr- really? I crawled, yeah, I could have crawled under the table. Apparently wow. nobody nobody listens to Slamfire out in Alberta, I guess. Huh? Or at the EM anyway.
1: Well. All right then. Yeah, I didn't.
0: I didn't exactly run into a whole uh, stampede of listeners. Uh, get it? Well, stampede. I get. I it. Yeah. Okay.
2: I ran into a stampede at the nice. EOSC shoot. So, apparently, we're
0: more popular
1: in Ontario than we are in Alberta. Yeah. I know.
2: So, uh, we patched on the 24th five shooters. They were all excellent. And on the 25th, guess what happened?
1: Somebody else. It was a sunny day?
2: It was pouring rain. Oh, it was pouring rain. <laughs> yeah, it was pouring rain. And uh, E.T., Etienne, he was yep. there in the pouring rain. Uh, yeah, him and his buddy Francois. We had an excellent shoot, but we added a little bit more to the shoot itself. We had thunder and lightning, so we had to call it. once. Was it very, lightning.
1: very frightening?
2: It was very, very frightening, yes. <laughs> we shot in the rain. We shot in the d- torrential downpour. We shot when it started to, you know, thunder. But when the lightning came out, we, we had to pack up a l- little bit and wait. So we waited about half an hour, 45 minutes. So it was
1: okay with the thunder, but not okay with the lightning?
2: Well, there was no lightning. Well, yes, so there we was. Heard, but no, we heard it in the distance, right? Oh, okay. Anyways, so, right. so we 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 needed to call it once we actually
1: saw the lightning. Once there
2: was lightning, so we waited forty-five minutes, and then we got back to shooting. And it was, you know, was a drizzle, and people were shooting, and then uh, we patched three, I believe. Yeah, three on the Sunday. So, congratulations to everybody on the Sunday. Four, sorry, four on the Sunday. And then, yeah, we were packing up, and right at the end, there was a torrential downpour, more thunder and lightning. Of course, because we're packing up, right? Hey. Yay. So, yeah, it is. So it was really good. It was lots of fun. Uh, even in the rain, people had lots of fun, so it was awesome. We're also doing the Gunny Girl calendar, so the deadline has come and gone. It was on Monday. Oh, hey,
1: Trevor, we didn't get in in time. We, Speak for yourself. Well,
2: good, <laughs> good question. We just extended it, so we're going to extend it about another week and then uh, still take submissions. So you know what, Trevor and Matthew? You still have time. Sweet. Please at our women at gmail.com. Send your pictures.
0: Nice. <laughs> uh, oh, is that it, Kelly? Apparently. All right, I'm going to go back because I skipped over something that was important uh, that All I forgot right. to talk about. Um, so the activity that uh, that the CCFR folks did while we were in Calgary last weekend was to go shooting at the Calgary Shooting Center's cinema range. So not only did we have a whole pile of different cool guns from their rental section to play with, we got to shoot in the cinema range. So the way the cinema range works is there's a camera overhead in the ceiling projecting images on the screen in front of you and the screen is just like a paper that you shoot through and after too many holes happen they, they switch it out so that it continues to register the hits accurately so with some sorcery witchcraft I don't know it triangulates the area on the screen where the bullet passes through and registers as a hit um, I don't know if it's a, if it's a diameter thing but handgun hits seem to register better than rifle hits Because I was shooting ducks out of the sky with a handgun, and um, Ryan Holyoke is like, all I know is I'm taking Trevor duck hunting with a pistol, because that was crazy. So I'm like, dude, I played a lot of duck hunt as a kid. What do you want? (laughs) It was pretty cool. They set a table up 20 yards away from the screen, and we had available to shoot. Well, I bought a new gun, so this was cool. I walk in. I've wanted an Arsenal Strike one for a while. It's one of the polymer pistols that I haven't had yet. Mo used to have one. I always thought it was a cool gun. Little put out though. were turned off when they, they announced that they stopped making it. So I was like, do I want to buy a gun that's no longer in production? Because how difficult it's going to be to find parts if ever I need to find parts, magazines, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I ended up with the gun and eight, I believe eight mags. Yeah. Because I, I I got it with two and then I bought six more, so that's certainly more mags than I need. But I got an incredibly good deal on this gun. Like Calgary Shooting Center hooked me up again. This is two that I really really robbed them with. Like I didn't rob them with a gun, but. <laughs> <freezing>. <laughs> well, that's yeah, that would be. Awesome. So we're getting ready. We're getting ready to go into the cinema range, and I'm like, am I gonna be able to try this thing in the range? They're like, sure. So I'm standing in line, and they walk over and like, here's your gun. So they just give me the gun. I'm standing in line. So slide's rack back, right? So whatever. Yeah. But I'm so I'm standing in line. The CCFR people look at me like, what are you what are you doing? What do you mean, what am I doing? Where's your gun? You didn't bring a gun?
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it was so cool. We just walked in, I'm packing a gun. <laughs> so we had that. We had some uh, a P two two nine, a P two two six, a restricted length Devore, um, but probably the two coolest guns that came out that day. There was a Daniel Defense Air. We made that thing so hot that you couldn't even hold the mag well. That's how hot we got this gun, and it never coughed or hiccuped once. Like nice. Daniel Defense, right? You get what you pay for. Um, so, But the two cool guns were the FN, FAL, and the uh, Tommy gun. Tommy gun was so sweet to shoot. There's a video on our page of me shooting it, and it's uh, really, really soft. I mean, it's a 45 ACP and a big, heavy gun. Yep. So it's not like it recoiled, but you did have to hold it tight, or it, did. it was almost like you—you—if you didn't hold the gun tight, it would be the same as limp wristing a pistol.
1: Right. Well, it's got it a really—it's just a straight blowback action, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So you have to, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. So and and the FN Fal, I was lucky. I got on it early on and was able to uh, to get through a full mag before it started to cough, and right. it uh, it coughed and hacked and it just. The arrow towards the, the end, probably about halfway through the ammo, the three oh eight, spent more time trying to get the gun up and running than we did shooting it. It would uh, lock up pretty hard.
1: That's too bad. Super
0: cool. And there was a Christians, Christensen Arms AR ten. That was a heck of a lot of fun. So uh, so yeah, I wanted to just take a second to talk about that. We got to shoot some cool guns, and there were some new people that hadn't shot before. Uh, Jamie. Uh, from Ontario had me give his brother a couple of pointers um, and the cinema range really really cool if you ever are in the Calgary area and want to try something neat go go rent some time on the cinema range it's definitely That's, worth it
1: it does sound like fun
0: yeah it was fun Cool. so yeah alright so let's jump into upcoming events um, the 7th Annual Podcasters Charity Shoot is coming up 10 days Please go register. It's important to the organizers that you register. Go to Practice Score. Search seventh Just search 7th Annual, and it will come up. And register for that, please. They would like to know who's coming so they can plan accordingly. It's hosted by the Canadian Patriot Podcast and the International Liberty or Death Podcast. This year's charity is many to one. Um, for the Frelachi Pistol Course in Alberta on July 15th that Matthew and I are, are putting on, we have 1 spot available on day 1 and 0 on day 2. So day 1 is filled and day 1 has 1 spot. Unless your name is Anika, we'll work it out inside uh, inside baseball. Okay. Anika from Added Arms, big shout out to her and her husband Nolan. I met them in person. Uh we shared a cocktail, sat together at the banquet. Man, they're they're you know how nice they come off on the show, well they're even nicer They're even in nicer. Absolutely, yeah, they really yeah. are nice. Yeah. They are, and uh, you're gonna put water in that Brita? It don't fill itself. Sorry, and um, yeah, they uh, <laughs> they oh, tried this, you know, shooting, the but anyway, it wasn't wasn't, <laughs> wasn't doable. And um, what else was I gonna say about them? I don't remember. Oh yeah, I'm trying to talk Anika into taking our class. So,
2: oh, she cool. should. She should.
0: Absolutely, she should. You know, so. Next, from Ryan McLean, the Meaford Long Range Steel Challenge PRS match will be running on September 1st to the 3rd at the Canadian Forces Base Meaford. Registration is open. Follow us on Facebook for more details and a quickly growing sponsorship list. All right. Matthew, you want to grab the next couple?
1: Sure. Uh, We're holding an intro to PRS at CFP Petawawa on July 1st and July 2nd. Day one will be the clinic, followed by a match on Sunday. Cost is $7 for the weekend. and $25 just for the match. Uh, You can contact Ryan at ryan.mcle25 at gmail.com if you want more info on that. Um, Adriel, if he was here, would tell you about the 3-gun matches that are coming up, but uh, he's not here, so I guess you have to find out for yourself. You can go to the number 3gun.ca, and you can find out what's happening in your neck of the woods if you want to shoot some 3-gun. Uh, the Canadian Historical Arms Society is running a larger three gun event on july eighth. They're shutting down the whole range for this day and designating or designing stages for fifty shooters. More information, check out chassclub.com slash three gun or find the chass three gun group on Facebook.
0: Is that all of them?
1: Nah, there's still some
0: more. Alright, Kelly, you yeah. want to finish it up?
2: Sure. Uh, the Rustigouche Gun Club has a raffle going on, a savage, savage Access in 22-250 with scope and a case. Tickets are $5 each or 3 for $10. How's that going, Trevor?
0: Well, um, slow. I know the rifle guys are having a challenge getting some tickets sold. Uh, I'm getting tickets sold, as in people are sending an EMT. And I, uh, guys, thank you for sending the EMT. Please be patient. I'm going to try and get to them as quickly as I can. But with the travel and SummerSlam, I just haven't had time to dig out my tickets and actually fill them out and send you a picture of the stub, So, yeah, I, I might even take it off the show notes because I don't know if I really have time to deal with selling tickets online right now. Not this time of year.
2: Okay. So the other thing is that Project Maple Seed is going to be in Saskatoon. Uh, well, uh, through tomorrow. This shoot is still not sold out. So if you uh, would like to join, sign up tonight. Well, by the time you hear this. Sad.
0: This is the one I wanted to go, Matthew, Matthew, but I'm glad we didn't, because that made it worthwhile.
2: <laughs> okay. But Grand Cash on July 2nd, there's still spots available, so go to our website, com. go to the events page, and you can sign up for Grand Cash. Or you can not. <laughs> and the last one is... Uh, Let's see. Canadian National Steel Challenge Championships, which is September 22nd to the 24th, at uh, BTSA and the Homestead Ranges in uh, Cananaxis, Alberta. Uh, Cost is $70 for the first gun, 34 an additional gun. Shoot one day or both. May shoot up to two main match guns and rimfire. For more info, email info at uh, com. Or register at steelchallenge.ca. I think you should just go to steelchallenge.ca. It'll be easier.
1: Mm. Probably. Mm.
2: That's it.
0: Ah. Cool. News. Mm. Nah, no news. No news this week. All right.
2: Was there anything really in the news? No. Nope. Oh, there's a...
0: Nah. Um. There was, some, like, some shootings. There was two shootings in Calgary while I was there. I only got blamed for one. Whew, thank God. Not all right. And there was a shooting in Moncton as well. But, uh, nothing really, you know, meh. So, yeah. let's jump into the main topic. All right, let's do that then. Joining us this week from the Calgary Shooting Center, if you don't shop there, you are a communist, we have Jeff Reese. Jeff Reese, good buddy of mine, a long-time listener of the show. And, uh, Jeff has a special treat for us today. He's come on to Clanfire to give us a review of a pistol that I am, uh, well, I'm not sure about. So, Jeff, why don't you, uh, why don't you take it away and tell us what you've got for us today?
3: I have the, uh, Famous, infamous RP nine from Remington.
0: Hiccough just reviewed that that I I believe. So yeah, I
3: haven't I've watched a lot of reviews, I haven't watched his yet. Uh if you Google RP nine, it's it's not favorable, to say the least.
1: Well, it was made by Remington, yeah.
3: So
0: uh <laughs> fixing the R the R fifty one they came out with the RP nine.
1: Yeah. Uh, so. yeah. Okay. They're not winning. So,
0: <laughs> you well, go ahead. I mean, I I I uh I was in the store last week and it was one of the guns that I got my hands on. Uh not uncomfortable. I will say that. The the grip angle and the grip size uh wasn't wasn't horrific.
3: It's a little high in the hand, kind of like yeah. a 320. But the flipperosity is very low and I sent you a uh, professionally done high speed video to prove that I
0: saw I saw that. Yeah. yeah. And what I was and you you actually I don't know if you did this intentionally, but in your video you had it lined up with one of the number plates on the side of the wall. Yep. And you were able to use that as a gauge of how much uh, flipperosity there was, and it was negligible, you're right, for something with a high bore axis.
3: Well it did does you 20 shoot, say,
0: it, did you shoot different
1: weighed, guns though to compare? I shoot all of Trevor's guns, so yeah. But I mean, a- the, against the the frame though, or the picture he was talking about, so you could like have a empirical sort of comparison.
3: Yeah, flipperosity is such a feeling. true, true. It's hard to it's hard It kind of is. All right,
1: yeah. so- sorry, it, Car- carry it, it's on. A,
3: it, it's a twenty. <laughs> it's a twenty-six ounce gun, so it's got some weight on top. You can, it's a little top heavy, shall it's we say? Some, it's got some heft. It's got some yeah junk in the slide. It's so a little little chunky monkey? Yeah, a little it, chunky.
0: It perhaps would remind one of a high point.
3: Uh well I hope no, not. No, that's that's
1: no, like it, it no looks, high point's it, way bigger. Way higher. It looks, yeah,
0: definitely. But
3: it looks like a Walther to me. Really? I mean uh, the PP the PPQ yes. yeah that, it looks that's like
0: a fair. That's fair. That's more nah. that's a more apt comparison than to say it looks like a high point.
3: Yeah, yep. well yeah. Uh, but, I mean, it's, it's it's accurate. I sent you a test target that's at, I think, 10 yards that was shot. So it's accurate. It's easy to shoot. No flipperosity. No malfunctions. Uh, I didn't incur any of the malfunctions that were shown on YouTube. Then again, I'm using uh, kitten-safe 10-round mags. Not the high-cap mags that everyone else has. Uh triggers really nice. It actually, surprises me when I shoot it. I'm used to maybe a little more take up. It breaks really nice. It has a really, really loud reset. I thought you were gonna say loud bang when it goes off. Really, uh, it has really a loud, loud bang when it goes off. Huh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, the reset is really loud and really tactile. And so, like an MP. MP. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> hey. If you shot it underwater, it might feel like an MP, I don't know. There you go. Uh, but yeah, I thought it was for four hundred and seventy-nine dollars. I think it's a good pistol. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> Is that Canadian? That's Canadian. What? And if you put and if you check out with the logo, oh, the logo, the uh, code CCFR, you get free shipping. No. Really? You, yeah.
0: Nice. The non-communist organization in bed with the non-communist store.
3: Yep. Man.
0: Okay, so this thing is under five hundred bucks. It's
3: stri- uh, striker fired ambi slide release Is it full
1: ambi back. though? Is there a safety on it? I haven't noticed no, we, no no we don't Good. need no we don't need no I was just face. just asking. I didn't know if uh, the one you had maybe if there's like some stupid uh, no, option. It, so the slide it, releases is. what about the mag release? Is that also it's, ambi? It's switchable. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. wow. Yeah. Wow. And so yeah, hold on just a second, RO. I'm just gonna switch my uh, mag release either side for this left hand only shooting stage. Nope nope. nope, 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 nope.
3: It's got a it's got the back strap system that every polymer every gun has now. Yeah. Got it right now. It's got the little Glock flippy thing in the middle of the trigger that does nothing really. <laughs> <laughs> the illusion of a safety. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I didn't like it at shot show when I picked it up. I thought it was hard to hold on to. It kind of hurt that bone in my thumb, but I don't know if that was a pre-production one, but I feel nothing when I shoot it. No no pain anyway. What no about happiness? Anything.
0: I was going to say, in fairness, you don't feel anything anyway.
3: Just recoil. <laughs> and uh, that all the targets and all the video that I shot was all with uh, premium 9mm ammo from X-Metal. Oh, that's cool. Did it print some pretty nice groups? I didn't see the video. Yeah, I mean... Uh, uh, one ragged hole type thing. I mean, this is not ipsic speed shooting. It's right, control, right, right. Yeah, you yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. It's yeah. uh yeah, it's as accurate as any striker fired I've ever shot.
1: Oh, that's cool. How is it, uh, it takedown?
3: Uh, a la M&P, SIG, any any of the standard. Rotate the lever 90 degrees, rip the slide off. Oh, okay. You, you do not have to... Uh, I mean, you do have to fire the gun to disassemble it like a Glock, though.
1: yeah. Well, that's okay. Yep. I, th- I still think that that's a non-issue as long as people unload their guns before they take them apart. I mean, <laughs> duh. <laughs>
2: hmm.
1: <laughs>
0: well, yeah. the thing about the... Um, I like the way the SIG P320 solved that problem, Matthew. If you don't unload the gun, you can't rotate the lever.
1: Well, that would do it too,
0: wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Kind of uh, kind of an idiot-proof design.
3: Inside, it looks unremarkable. looks like an M&P, basically. Yeah. Yeah, S- standard captured re- single coil recall spring, standard uh, safety, drop safety, trigger safety. Nothing, I don't think that you can take it apart like a 320 can, although the serial number is attached to the internal frame and not the, it's not made a plate into the plastic, so I don't know if they're coming out with something where you can get different frame sizes, maybe.
0: Hmm, interesting.
1: But
3: it, it, it's definitely set up that way. I don't think that's available yet,
0: and what's the sighting system like on it jeff
3: uh standard three dot white with the uh it's got the tactical rear sight with the uh shelf that you can hook off your belt or your boot nice. or
0: nice yeah.
3: that's important is it it is i think so i <laughs> i mean
1: for for not it, maybe not for kanukistans because we don't know but for Americans, yeah. It makes well, sense. I got,
3: I got the gun, and I have a shelf. Let's try it. Yeah. Did it work? Yeah. Took, took a big piece of wood out of the shelf <laughs> and back the slide.
0: Yep. Attaboy. boy. Good job. And that's the way you do it. Yeah. <laughs> or you or you could have just did it gently on your belt.
3: No, 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 no. No, no, no. If you're not no. taking chunks out of the shelf, you ain't having fun. That's right. Hey, I, just, I have something new I never noticed. It says 9mm Luger plus P on the barrel. Ooh. I've never noticed plus P written on anything before, but...
0: Oh, interesting. Yeah, usually, uh, like, somewhere in the manual, it says this gun is rated for plus P. But these yeah. days, unless it was made in 1918, pretty much they're all rated for pretty plus much. P.
3: yeah. Yeah. And it's got the little cutout for the... Check your chamber, like an M&P. You can look down and see little bits of shiny brass. Oh, okay. okay. So okay. not tactile at all, only visual... Yeah. Well, the striker or the striker, the uh, extractor is does have the little bump on it like a Glock. Oh, does it? Okay, good. So I like tactile better
1: than visual because sometimes it's in the dark.
0: Dark. Yeah. Because sometimes dark. Sometimes Sometimes
1: dark. So so speaking of dark, what are uh, what are options for other sights? I'm assuming it's a standard cut. So So just standard dovetails, then you can just whatever uh, whatever you can jam in there will work.
3: Yeah, so not like a Smith & Wesson 1911 where it has its own right. proprietary cut. So, yeah, uh, I assume there's some aftermarket stuff coming. I mean, it's still pretty new, but... So, what is it that other people are saying is not so good about it? Uh, feeding issues. Uh, but you didn't loading. <coughs> no, yeah. I didn't have any. No.
1: Loading Military. issues. Like, you just stick sure. the slide in the mag, like, in the bottom there. Does people have a problem finding the hole, or...?
3: People were complaining if you put a loaded mag in, the slide would close and load the gun for you. Oh no! no. That's,
1: uh, a, no that's, oh, a that's a feature. Uh, that's yeah. not a bug, folks.
3: No.
2: That's... People how many, pay. How many re- people pay for that. Exactly. How many rounds did you put through? Because I've seen reviews where uh, people put through quite a few, and they did have failures. But how many did you? Well, put through
3: it? I personally put through I like, think thirty, but it's a rental gun, so it has probably six, seven thousand rounds to it already. Perfect. So. So going strong. He, yep. Nothing, mm-hmm. nothing, nothing to report. Yeah, if it, I can, it,
1: if it can stand up to
3: a rental folk, I mean, it can stand mm-hmm. up to almost anything. You know what doesn't yep. stand up rentals? Revolvers. I was oh, surprised. Really? Uh, they don't last very long. Huh. They yeah, lose I the timing or what? They just fall apart and break. Springs break. Screws <laughs> fall out. <laughs>
2: well, it's, <laughs> it's like uh, a rental car. People use them and abuse them, right? And it's usually yeah. the people who don't know what the heck they're doing anyways because... They're renting them because they want to. F- yeah, you know, they don't. They don't know what they're doing. Or- they're like swinging
1: yeah. the cylinder shot like.
2: Yeah, the movies like, breaking things like like a spaghetti I- western. Yeah, <laughs> I, th- I think most. I think most
3: I of the spaghetti. issues people are having are with the. The full capacity mags I don't know yeah. uh, it seems to be seems to be a mag issue for people, but I don't know,
1: so it's not the gun, it might be the mag. because I mean you're not experiencing this with the ten round mag. so maybe the full capacity mags are may have some tweaking to do on those, but I mean if the ten round mags are working, then it's clearly not the gun, it's a mag issue right
3: exactly yeah, yeah. and Speak. Um, I think it's a great gun for anybody who wants to get into
2: it's four hundred dollars in free shipping, go buy one
3: mm-hmm. Pretty much. (laughs)
2: There you go. And
0: what about the magazines? What are magazines running?
2: Oh, ten rounds. Two hundred dollars a piece. (laughs) (laughs) I
3: I don't know yet. I haven't received any uh, replacement mags yet. I'm. It's a standard. Looks like an M&P mag. Be honest with you. It's got the plastic bit on the bottom. So will an M&P mag fit in it? No. It's not. It's Uh. it's not a Sigma Glock. Right. Oh god! <laughs> so
2: it comes with two mags, right? Yes. Okay, so. Yeah. So
1: if you bought course. two of them, you'd have enough to do an Ipsic match if you right. had two and guns. He, and for yeah, that price, you parts. you you could do it and still come out right. right ahead than buying a Glock and three extra mags. Of course. <laughs> just like Trevor does,
3: I yeah. he just buys extra guns. Yeah, because it comes yeah. with more mags. Exactly. That's right. Yeah. Huh. So I a, yeah I thought it was a. I thought it was a decent pistol for the money, and nothing. I just wanted to dispel some of the stuff that. Because as soon as I put it on gun nuts, people were like, "Did you see the Mac review?" Everybody's seen the Mac review. Yeah, it's it's not favorable at all.
0: <clears throat> no, that's the first one I saw.
3: So and whether he had whether
0: nothing but problems.
3: Whether it's the model he had, the magazine, the or I a don't specific know. gun. Yeah, don't know. Eleven. Everyone makes a lemon eventually, right? So.
1: Yeah, it just sucks when that lemon ends up in the hands of a YouTuber.
3: Uh, yeah, who's got more than a few followers? Yeah. So nobody, uh, have you known anybody who shot one or owns one yet? No.
1: Yeah, well, you
3: no. Me. <laughs> okay. you. I'm not biased at all. I just sell them. They're great gun.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're not. You're not biased. You're sellist. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> hmm.
2: No, I don't know anybody who's bought one yet. No. But at four hundred dollars in free shipping, why yeah. not? I know Trevor. Yeah. I think
0: uh, I'd sooner give this a try than the uh, SDEV9 thing.
3: Or or yeah, that's a good budget gun too, like the uh, the Ruger SR9. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, yeah. No, there's, there's there's another one below the SR9 now.
3: Y- yeah, it's the SR9E. Something like that. Something yeah. like that, because it only comes with one mag and it's in a. It's in a dirty paper bag when you get it. I think.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, it just comes in a cardboard box, no hard case. So, All
0: right. yeah. Mm. Interesting. Well, it's pretty cool to see um, really budget entry level yet reliable and accurate striker fire guns coming onto the market. I mean, yeah. let's face it; not everybody can pull the trigger on a Walther or a H and K VP9.
1: Is it because the triggers are so heavy?
0: That's what it is, yeah. That's
1: exactly what
0: it is. Those are actually really good triggers, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Hmm. That's good. Well, Jeff, thanks for bringing this one to our attention. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to hearing more of these kind of things as stuff come into the shop that you want to talk about and do a review on. Um, not because I'm really interested, but because it saves us from doing work and yeah. our main topic is over, so the show is half over. Yeah. And we didn't have to do anything, so thanks for sponsoring us. That was awesome. That was the best.
3: I love it. Getting my money's worth. Yeah,
0: man, listen, if you want to come mow my lawn, too, that's cool. We'll even mention it on the show. Yep, yep. True story. My neighbor on one side of me trimmed the trees in the backyard today, and the neighbor on the other side scraped my front desk, my front deck, so Christina could paint it while I was at the range. Now, if that's not winning, I don't know what is. I don't know what is. (laughs)
3: Oh, it's great. That, yeah, yeah, that's good. Nice.
0: Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, cool, man. Thanks for the review, Jeff. And no uh, get in touch with us anytime. Something else new and exciting comes your way. You uh, want the listeners to hear about because uh, it's a good thing.
3: Yeah,
2: do you want to? Ask... Sure, go I was, ahead. I was just going to ask, do you have anything else that uh, we should let our listeners be aware of? Something, anything else?
3: Yeah, you got any uh, Glock mags on sale? Because I could use some Glock mags.
2: Yeah, what's new? What's new? In...
3: Uh, we just got our CX-4s back again. Non restricted 9mm Brada carbines. Oh,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, I've always liked been, those ever since Battlestar Galactica. Because they've been out of circulation for a while. So we just got those back. And uh, yeah, the black label handguards with integrated bipod that Trevor thought was the best thing ever.
0: They are pretty slick, <laughs> man. Yeah. There's a completely integrated handguard or a bipod that when it's closed up is almost seamless. That's cool. Yeah.
1: For what? AR?
0: Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's the weight of a regular handguard, but has a bipod. So if you throw a bipod on your handguard, you've added heft to your rifle. Well, this integrated bipod in the handguard weighs no more, really, than a regular full-length handguard. Winning.
3: And it's uh, you can tighten the little nut to give you resistance for your pan and tilt.
0: Nice. And who makes
3: that again, Jeff? black label made in calgary
0: black label made in calgary awesome mm-hmm. and and I do want to say one thing for the listeners who may not be aware the calgary shooting center of course is a full service gun shop and range we've we've talked about that plenty but because it's a full service gun shop they don't just have brand new stuff that just came out to the market there is a I can't believe I'm going to say this but <laughs> there's a lovely selection of Mill surps in there some real nice stuff so there's used guns, there's serps, there's crates and crates and crates of, like, collector-grade SKSs. I know. I saw them. <laughs> uh, yeah. don't. So if you're looking for something, like you want a K31, don't know where to find one, can't find one on CGN, you know, call up and ask. You never know what's going to be there, and they can't put all that stuff on the website. So don't be afraid to call the store. Ask to speak to Jeff, of course, because no one else, you know, will serve you better. And uh, yeah, he'll be happy to talk you into an SKS or a
3: Mosin. Or we just got a shipment of Kriegoffs.
0: Cool. See what I'm saying? Like there's, there's always cool stuff going in there.
3: So if you know anybody who wants a fourteen thousand dollars shotgun, give me a call. Mm-hmm. Woo! I got six at, of them.
0: At Browning, <laughs> the Browning. Um, uh, what? What? Come on, What was it? You guys had it there for like thirteen thousand dollars. You showed oh,
3: the uh, the bar.
0: Yeah, cool. Browning Bar. So a newly manufactured Browning Bar with a certificate of authenticity and everything in a nice display case. I got to I got to see it, and it sold within hours of, of me laying my hands on it. It was yep. uh, So talk about luck.
3: Yeah, I think it, I think it lasted two days before it sold.
0: Crazy. So that's the kind of stuff. I mean, you guys are all over the map. Everything from an SKS to a thirteen thousand dollar Browning Bar.
1: Yep. Those are pretty much the same page. I mean, come on.
0: Yep. Really, <laughs> I mean. The the price is inflated. They're the same gun. Basically. Yeah. 30 cal is a 30 cal.
1: It's just packaging. Yeah. You're paying for the name. (laughs) Yep.
0: (laughs) Excellent. Right on, man. Well, we're going to cut you loose. Thanks again for coming on. And, of course, thank you for the support for Slamfire Radio. And, uh, yeah, we'll get caught up with you soon.
3: Yeah. If you want to throw any of that video or picture up on Slamfire's website, people can have a look if that's doable. If it's not, let me know, I'll get some better pictures, but Trevor will make it happen. Uh, okay,
0: I... I was just gonna blame Adriel. I was gonna say make sure Adriel has it, and Adriel yeah. can make it happen. He's the tech guru guy. That's
3: probably the better way to do it, actually. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so never to be seen on the website. God. Never. Okay. Not gonna happen, bud. No. Okay. <laughs> never.
0: never.
2: All right. That's and bad. uh
3: Oh, one more thing. Uh, Calga Shooting Center is now a member of uh, CCFR.
2: Yeah, saw that. Yes. This, that was really loud. Point. Sorry.
3: And most <laughs> and most of the employees are members too, so.
0: Oh, excellent. Awesome. Yeah. Sweet.
2: You hosted the CCFR AGM. Did you not host?
0: He did not show. host the AGM, no. I'll talk about that no. when I Okay. What
2: you did in guns? Well, he's on. So what it you, there was,
3: he he, Wasn't there.
2: Wasn't there? Oh, sorry. No,
3: that's okay. They had fun, though. i not me
2: wrong. <laughs> oh, insert foot. <laughs> I <try. laughs> Jeff, it was awesome to talk to you. Bye. Okay. <laughs> right. you, 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 <laughs>
3: you go lie down now and have a nice day. <laughs>
0: <sighs> okay. All right, man. Until I'm next out. time. Okay. Bye. Bye. All right, uh, once again, I'd like to thank Jeff Reese from the Calgary Shooting Center for coming on to give us a review of the Remington what? RP9. Um, I didn't know it was so inexpensive. Even when I was handling it, now I'm really kind of intrigued with it. It looked okay, but for that price, like, it looked okay, and I thought it was a $750 gun, you know? So, yeah, you looking to get into a 9mm striker-fired pistol? Hmm, sure. this might be one to, to try, so... All right, listener feedback. First one comes to us from Tim, and it's entitled, A Cinderella Story. A fellow engineer moved here to Alberta from overseas almost 10 years ago. Last year, he said in passing to me, guns are scary. This initiated a conversation between us. Last Monday morning, the first thing he showed me was his RPAL that he received on on the previous Friday. He then told me that under my advice, bought his first gun. He bought a GSG-15. 22 caliber, non-restricted rifle. Nice gun. Now it's plinking time. Less than one year after his statement that guns are scary, one attitude at a time is how we change things. Cheers. Best regards, Tim Smith. Awesome.
1: That's how you do it right there.
0: One at a time. you know, That's, that's why we a,
1: say take somebody shooting.
0: Exactly. If you're a CCRFO, you, know, you recruit new CCFR members one at a time. If you're a gun owner, make a new gun owner one at a time. Unless you're, like, a rock star and you can bring, like, 15 people to an event. Uh, I don't know. All right. Who's got Jeremy? It's
2: it's Jerome, and you'll read in the email. (laughs) So you're going to read it then? Okay. I'll read it then. (laughs) Hello, boys and girl. I just wanted to reiterate how much I love the show. You helped me survive the hour and a half commute to to and from university. By the way, he uh, lives in Montreal. Uh, you were my beacon of hope through the crowds of loud and annoying teenagers surrounding me. But enough flowery talk for now. As you invited me to do episode, uh, as you invited me to do in episode one hundred and eighty-one.
1: <laughs> That's not what he wrote <laughs> at it's all. It's one hundred and eighty and one.
2: Yes, I write you back to tell you I how. I write you back to pro- tell you how to properly pronounce my horribly French name. Uh, just say Jérôme. Yes, E is silent french is lovely like that. I'm quite surprised. I did not expect a man who him who himself admits he can only say je ne parle pas français to get it right the first time. Kelsey Kelly also got it right, but since she is the classy one, it's not a surprise for me. I was more expect I was a, was more expecting the New Brunswicker who has a french sounding name or the guy with the frenchiest name of, on the show to perform so poorly. However, it is still better than what I hear wherever I go, through, uh, whenever I go through U.S. Customs.
0: It's just funnier my way, Jedi <laughs> <out of me. laughs>
2: On a different subject, you guys have convinced me to get my restricted license. Awesome, that's great. I am now signed up for the class, despite the long. And he put in like fourteen L's and long, uh, way ahead of me. I've begun looking for a pistol. There are many options, but my student uh, budget tells me that it will be a 22 lr since you guys did a great episode on 22 rifles, would you consider doing something similar but for pistols or just wallet-friendly pistols? Well, if you uh, go to the Calgary Shooting Center, you can get a 9mm right now for $400 with free shipping, but he, he still needs this. Just, you know saying uh, a few other ideas I have for the show uh, make an episode about the different shooting and outdoor media uh, that you like dislike and tell us why have listeners write their own small reviews tips for firearms they have experienced with have experienced with not something like Adriel does but just little things that uh, they, that only uh, practice and handling can make you discover uh, have Adriel and Trevor read French poetry. No, thank you. <laughs> and uh, say and as often as possible when talking numbers. Oh, and say and as often as possible when talking numbers. Well, we just did it in your email. Uh, pro tip: if you ha- if you have like me an ancient uh, curse of the ADHD, uh, but still want to go deer hunting, don't invest too much on good a rifle and st- and invest in a library card and get some good books to read in your blind keep up the amazing work i cannot i cannot now live without my sweet sweet weekly dose of canadian gunny shenanigans as always good night kelly Jerome from montreal p.s uh i was a bit hard on poor adriel and trevor adriel uh had no worries i'm a loyal reader of uh HGG since uh, 2013 now and will continue to read you with great pleasure I'm a listener because of you Trevor maybe someday I will be able to re- I will be able to redeem myself by mailing you a surprise gift bag
0: that's not how it works <laughs>
2: yeah it really is you should do that <laughs> yeah gummy
0: oh goodness alright thank yeah. you Kelly Dan, Matthew you want to get the one from Paul
1: yeah sure this one's from Paul Hey, Slamfire. I've been a listener since the CRR era and have been trying to settle on a caliber to pledge for the Patreon campaign. I chose 450 Bushmaster to roughly equate a dollar per episode with a little extra for Facebook posts relevant to what you did in guns. Thanks for keeping the show alive and always keeping it interesting and entertaining from Paul. Well, thank you, Paul. We appreciate your 450 support, your big gun, your big Bushmaster.
0: Boom. 450 Bushmaster. Boom. Yeah, big boom.
1: Oh yeah, boom! But yeah, cool. I'm—I I'm mean, listening since CRR. Wow, good on you.
0: Mm, that's amazing that there's anything left. <laughs> and uh, you know, I mean, we're sorry. Uh, it's really uh, what it boils down to, Paul. Um, from Keenan, he says, "Hey guys, I think I've heard 3D printing get mentioned on the show before, so I thought I would share my latest print. It holds two 12 gauge shells and clips to basically and clips to basically any belt, sling, or jacket." Not sure I will use it outside of the range, but it's cool nonetheless. Cheers, Keenan. So did we get a picture of that in the email?
2: No. We need pictures.
0: Hmm. Yes, pics, or it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. All right. Back to you, Kelly.
2: Oh, I was going to go. Never mind. Okay. Uh, this one's from Bill. Hi, folks. Kelly, did you say you own 10? Count em, 10. 10 semi-automatic t- twenty-two rifles, all Ruger, and not one of them is a Ruger SR-22. That is correct. Uh surely you have room for one more in your closet. Love the show, Bill.
1: She doesn't no, have guess. room for one more and her name isn't Shirley.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but Kelly, didn't you convert didn't you convert your first one from an SR twenty two style chassis to a Magpul? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So there you go, Bill. She's not a twenty two S R twenty two fan. Fair Why much. was that? their the ergonomics, Kelly, weren't didn't lend themselves well to apple seed or maple seed shooting?
2: Yeah.
0: Basically. Okay. Cool, Matthew. Really? Sorry, right. Kelly.
2: I was just gonna say we've uh, seen some p- other people on the line. You know, the shooting lines with maples—they're loving theirs. How are you liking yours, Trevor?
0: I'll be honest, Kelly. I haven't really shot enough, uh, and the little bit of shooting that I did do was all off the bench. I really? need to. Yeah, I need to. Well, I, I haven't. Once the snow's gone, it's all build, build, build. Like I haven't shot a uh-huh. long gun since I don't know when. So. I need to get slung up, I need to go prone, I need to get into the kneeling position or seated position and really, you know, then find out if my comb is right, find out if my length of pull is right, stuff like that. And unfortunately, I, will, I probably won't find out until I <laughs>
2: Are you, You're not bringing it up to the to the charity shoot?
0: Uh, no, because I don't have an appropriate scope on it. For the charity shoot, I'm going to bring my 5.97 in the Boyd stock. Yep.
2: Yeah.
0: And uh, I've got... Why don't I,
2: I, why don't I just bring my rifle... And then you can try it out.
0: No, nah, I'm pretty sure actually that my Boyd's five nine seven will be my maple seed rifle. So okay. I'm going to start with that.
2: It's got a. It's got the. It's got the thumb hole, though, doesn't it?
0: No, nope, it's not exactly no. a thumb hole. No. Oh, okay. It, uh, it's the SS Evolution, so it's a little uh, it's more like a integrated pistol grip than a than a yeah.
2: Okay. Pistol. all right.
0: I'm not saying I don't want to shoot your rifle, though.
2: So you just shaved your legs for nothing?
0: Nope. You know, <laughs> you you know what you sound like? You sound like an Ipswich shooter who buys a Blackhawk holster and it's holds <laughs> it illegal. And then they're like, "Why would they make a holster that's illegal for Ipswich?" Because there's a whole world of shooting outside of Ipswich. And believe it or not, you can do things I'm with 22s other than maple seed.
2: Well, I know that.
0: <laughs> Remember the lecture you gave me when I put a bipod on there? Like, why'd you put a bipod on your maple seed rifle?
2: You put a five it comes on off. It.
0: it comes off. Don't hit me. <laughs> Why did
2: you put a 6 to 24 scope on a 22?
0: Okay, it's actually a 6 to 18. Thank you very much. <laughs> because it seemed like like <laughs> a lot of deer. It seemed like a good idea at the time. <sighs> and it's going to come off. I'm going to go with the Bushnell Air yeah. 22 yeah. scope. And yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do with that thing. But, yeah. No. So, right now, the only one that's got the right glass on it Is my Camel 1022's got a 3 to 9? Oh, no, sorry, I think it's a 2 to 7. 2 to 7, or it could be a 2 to 7, which is good. And then, of course, my um, Remington has the Nikon M22 scope.
2: Oh, message in. I just got a message. I'm not the only Canadian rifle woman in Canada now.
0: Oh, who got the other one?
2: I don't know. I'm just going to, I'll get the information and we'll.
0: All right, we'll keep reading emails while you do that. Okay. Uh, um, so this one's from Scion. Yep. All nailed right. it. Scion. Hi, hi folks. <laughs> Patreon here. Kudos to Kelly for attempting to pronounce my name on air, but she wasn't even close. It's show on, like show on, but with an O. No worries.
2: on with an O.
0: Show on. That's what I said. No worries. I'm very used to it. Blame my parents. Anyway, keep up the awesome work. Thanks for the great show. Scion, a.k.a. Patrat. Thanks, Scion. It kind of spells like Sean, but it's pronounced Sean.
2: You know what? It's it's pronounced the same way that as my dog.
0: Your dog's name is Sion. No. Oh. Didn't think I didn't think it was Sion.
2: No, it's Sean.
0: Your dog's name is Sean.
2: Yes. Shawn. Oh, Sean.
0: Like I was shown how to do something today. Yes. What I was not shown how to do is pronounce names. Matthew, would you like to take this next one from James? <laughs> Matthew.
2: Matthew is asleep.
0: Paging Matthew.
2: Okay, from James Burke. We're not going to do this one, are we? FYI, it's the hardest. Oh, good. Italics.
0: Notice the italics. All right. No iTunes reviews this week. Oh, actually, no. Before that, if you want to email the show, uh, you can do so by emailing us at slamfireradio at gmail.com. I'm so glad that you did that, Kelly. That was All right, I'm back. Awesome. What did I miss? Oh, um nothing really. Did you did? You read the italicized part? <laughs> she did. Yeah. Oh. I mean, should I edit that? Who put it it's in not- there? He, James did. No, who put it in the show notes? Oh, I, I put James.
2: Really?
1: Oh,
0: you did. Okay. Yeah. It's I saw it in the inbox, word. and I left it in the I left it in the inbox on purpose. Right. And oh. And <laughs> no. Kelly Kelly attempted to read it. Yeah. Including spring. the italicized.
2: Right. But it's. I, anyways, James, I apologize because I murdered that whole thing, but oh my goodness, it was hilarious. Got to admit.
1: <laughs> so am, uh-huh. I, am I? Am I cutting that whole thing out, or we're we just gonna leave it? Yes. In? Oh, all right. When did <laughs> yeah. you
0: start reading it? I don't know. Uh, right? After Scion. I'm just gonna put one great big bleep in. All right. Oh, that's funny.
1: <laughs> so we'll uh, right. read it next week then. Nope, probably nope. not. Oh, oh my goodness, it's horrible. <laughs> all right. Good enough. So, <laughs> so listeners, you're going to have to uh, tune into a Patreon special
0: report show. and Maybe we'll read it there for you. I don't know. That's but... it. From now on, we only read James's stuff on Patreon. All right. So, yeah. And so, then people you're, you're, be like, you're hearing I this now going,
1: what the heck am I listening to and what did I miss? Well, you're going to have to go to Patreon to find out. We'll read on the next show. There you go. Yeah, probably. That That'll give us time to,
0: means yeah. we have to do we we'll,
1: we'll get to tweak it a little bit. Yeah. So next was, Thursday,
0: yeah. We'll, do our, we'll do our next right, Patreon.
1: After, after Scion's email. Yeah, right, cut out. One great big bleep from James Bork. Perfect. Thank you, James. You're the best.
2: You do <laughs> know you. on Thursday, most of you are, trans, uh, are, are, are traveling to get to the charity shoot, right?
0: Yeah. So it'll have to be. <laughs> tonight. It'll be a while. Let's it's, just say it'll be a don't while. Yeah. 30, Matthew. We could whip out. Uh, we don't have a guest or anything. All right. Moving so on. We,
1: we could make that email the. the,
3: <laughs> the main no, top.
0: you. Patreonies will really drop off.
3: <laughs>
0: okay, right. so we're skipping over iTunes because we don't have any, yeah, so I get mean, out there and leave us one. Um, shout-outs. I have shout-outs to both uh, Jeff Reese and Jason Philp and Adriel for coming on down from Edmonton to hang out with me and say hi. At the um, Well, truth is he was actually bringing me your laptop, and I forgot to take it. However, it was so still So it's still, nice in still. still in Alberta still. Still in Alberta, yeah. I'll get it when
1: I go out there next week.
0: To all of the Alberta F.O.s and director that helped put the CCFR AGM together, and of course, Tracy and Rod and Michael and Jamie and Morley and all the crew, like, I'm missing people, and that's rude, I know, uh, so I apologize, I shouldn't have started naming names, but to everyone who was out there at the AGM. Thank you so much for making the trip. Thank you for making it a huge success. And I definitely look forward to seeing you all next year in Halifax. Halifax AGM on Canada Day Weekend. What could be cooler? Yeah. It's Canada Day
2: Weekend? Really?
0: Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Oh, that's not good. Okay.
0: I just said it was good. Like I just said, that's going to be so awesome. I'm Canada just... in Halifax.
2: Canada Day in Halifax.
0: It's awesome. It's a great opportunity they'll make it's a long the make weekends
2: it. so maybe I can go.
0: Yeah, you make it into a family vacation stuff.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Sorry.
0: It's all right then. So we're done. I'm just yelling at Christina because I know it's on the window in the kitchen she's got onions growing in one of my Scotch glasses. Okay. So <laughs> That's I cool. I Had to mute the mic so that nobody had to hear that. Yeah, yeah we're go. done. See you next week right. everybody. All right. Bye. What about shoutouts? You guys want oh, to shoutouts?
1: Oh oh yeah, thanks for asking. Out. Yeah,
0: Aaron. You yes. get a shout out for
1: you, Aaron. There you go. I'm All done. Right.
2: And and hey. I got I got one for Herman Schnurr, E. T. Uh, Francois, uh, Claude, um, Andre. Uh,
0: who who Patrick. asked Adriel? Or who asked well, Kelly? I'm oh, sorry I did up. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Till so next week everybody, go f yourself, San Diego. <laughs> oh my gosh, would you quit it?
2: Don't <laughs> so, Patreon. We still have Patreons.
0: Well, we should probably. Oh yeah, and there's the sign-off. Oh, you
2: All got right. a lot of editing tonight, Matthew. Yeah. Sorry.
0: Sorry, Matthew. I really. All right. So do Patreons quick. <laughs> okay. Patreons. We got a new one this week. We're up to 68 now, which is That's, awesome. Yeah. And the new one is of course Paul P, who is in for four dollars and fifty cents. Awesome. Thank you, Mr. Bushmaster. And Dean M for a buck. That's awesome. You know, listen, a buck is great, guys. If we get 100 people donating a buck, that's like $98 or something. Yeah. So that's cool. Um, The current supporters, the list is long. Mark Price is in there now. Joel L. Scion. Yeah, that's Joel L. We have two Joel L's. Yes. His name
2: is Sean.
0: Scion. I don't care what you say. It's Scion. Totally Scion. I
2: apologize for my other... Okay, go ahead.
0: There's a whole list of Patreonees. You know who you are, and thank you very much because you're making things possible, like extra content, a little shooters Because mine's about to fail. We should wrap this
1: up quick if you don't want to hear the show.
0: uh, (laughs) It's important to support those who support us, so join one of our National Firearms Associations, such as the CCFR or the CCFR. And um, yeah, get up there, do do some shooting, and check us on Gun Owners of Canada, and like us on Facebook, because you know, even though we don't claim to be the number we do. one podcast, We're the best. In Canada, carry on. We we do have one thousand six hundred and ninety three likes, just yeah. saying I don't That's... know what the podcast has that many. Yeah, and ninety three. Yeah. yeah. Any other podcast that has one thousand six hundred and ninety three likes? I know. All right. Cool.
2: I don't know. Oh, well, there's a
0: few. They're
1: most of them are down the states. Thanks
0: for
2: coming, everyone. We'll see you next week. Okay. Bye. Bye. See you later. Oh. So if you have any comments or questions for
0: the show, please send an email to slamfireradio at gmail.com. Now go grab a gun and shoot something.
1: When the talking is over, it's time to get a gun.
0: Joining this... Do-do-do-ba. Do-ba. do